And I'm really excited to be joined on the line today by Dr. Stefano Canici from HKU's School of Biological Sciences. Um, let me just check you there. Stefano, are yes. you with us? You're there. Fantastic. Yes, thank you, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Welcome to the 123 Show. Thank you so much for thank joining you. us today. Um, and today you're joining us because I have hunted you down because I am really excited to chat about jellyfish, which we're not actually supposed to call jellyfish, are we? Oh, uh, jellyfish is a difficult... Yeah, well, no, I, I think... Uh, we, we can call it that way. Jellyfish are a specific group of animals, uh, and uh, yeah, you can call cnidarians if you want, but it's it's a little bit complicated, right? <laughs> so jellyfish should should do fine, right? Great, yeah. and because they're not yeah. they're not um, they're not actually fish which is, I no, think, the confusion we absolutely. have. They're not fish. Um, and no. I wanted to talk about this because I know that um, in Hong Kong, we are so lucky that we are, we ha are surrounded by ocean and the incredible <laughs> creatures that are in the ocean. And I know through your work, you're obviously a champion of exposing the world to the incredible animals that we have here in Hong Kong in our waters. But jellyfish have a really bad reputation, don't they? <laughs> we don't well, like them. They are, yeah, well, I mean, uh, if, if you think about uh, the fact that uh, uh, there's very few species of jellyfish around the world because they are very basic animals and they are, uh, uh, the few of them are very successful, so they are everywhere. You don't, you don't have a high biodiversity. And uh, most of them are kind of okay. I mean, you know that in Asia we also eat them, right? And a few of them are dangerous and very few of them are really really dangerous uh, uh, we are very lucky in Hong Kong we don't we don't have the very dangerous ones but I mean still yes you have to yeah I mean you have to take care let's put it that way that doesn't mean you have to destroy all of them it doesn't make any sense but yeah we, ha we should take some care in, in approaching them of yes. course yes. yes absolutely and in Hong Kong um, we, we go through am I imagining this but I do feel like every year we have like a jellyfish season where there just seems to be more than usual is, is that true is there is there a seasonal ebb and flow to how many we're spotting in Hong Kong waters Oh, I would say, okay, uh, of course it's seasonal, it's, um, and uh, we know about the seasonality of their blooming all over the world, and it's because actually there's uh, much more food in this period for them, and so they, they are increasing number. Uh, is it increasing along the history? Well, uh, it seems so, although we have data showing us that uh, uh, there were consistent and invasion of uh, these uh, animals even in the 70s and in the 60s and in the 80s in Hong Kong. So I will not bet on it, I will say, <laughs> but I mean, it's always the, I know it's our perception. We see many of them, we say, oh, this is increasing. Well, we don't know. I mean, we had big problems in the 80s too, so. <laughs> right, sure. So they've been, they've been part of, they've been part of our, our Hong Kong waters for a long time. Um, yeah. is it, is it true that, um, I have a daughter who is obsessed with jellyfish and she's two years old and she insists on me playing her documentaries in the background over and over and over about jellyfish. So she'll probably, I mean, if you're still there when she's university age, you might be teaching her an invertebrate course. Oh, but, um, be happy. <laughs> um, but is it true that they've been around for millions of years? Yes, actually. Yes, exactly as you said. They're not fish, okay? Fish, uh, the, the group called fish is a relatively new one, okay? Uh, while uh, the jellyfishes, which are invertebrates, uh, uh, they have been here since hundreds of, uh, of, uh, of, um, of mi uh, hundreds of millions of years. And actually, the, 
the point is that they are they're successful because of this. They are extremely simple. They are easy, simple. They they have two, three I would say behaviors, and they and they they do what they they, they know best, and uh, they they crossed history, the history of the life uh, on, on in the oceans uh, because of these. So yes, they are far uh, older than uh, well dinosaurs uh, and many of uh, most of the animals you can you can see around in the oceans. Yes, true. It's oh, amazing, and do, yeah. they. They don't have brains, is that right? Or oh they, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They, they do have some nervous, uh, nervous cells. Uh, just use them to uh, actually to do to, to to swim. That's it. They don't have brain. That's it. They just they don't so they don't have. I mean, it's like a no. bit speculative, but I mean, I I think uh, I've always been fascinated by how I find fish can have very distinct personalities actually, and you can get to know that fish can behave in certain ways and think about certain things. But jellyfish are, are they are they purely instinctual? Is that there? They're not trying to swim after you in the water. They're no. They they're will never learn. For yeah. instance, uh, they will never learn where to find food. They will never. Uh, learn uh, different techniques uh, for hunting. Uh, uh, they, yeah, they just uh, they just do what they are programmed to do. Like it means that uh, find food, uh, reproduce, uh, and uh, and uh, give a uh, uh, possibility of their DNA to go to to the next generation in a very very basic way, which is also their success because they're very doing very good in doing what they do. That's it. And and but and they're very but they're an important part of our ecosystem. We couldn't just eradicate them. Like what what's oh. the, what's the role that they're playing? Well, it, it depends on uh, classic ways. Since they are hunting, uh, uh, sorry, they are hunting in the plankton. They can regulate uh, a series of other species because they are really typically hunting uh, juveniles and larvae of other species, which can be uh, more dangerous than, uh, than 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 the jellyfish themselves. So they. Uh, they are simple part of a sort of like a, um, a buffer system which keeps uh, uh, keeps the the, um, the the sea life uh, in a way which is not dominated by only one or few species in this way. So they're really good in doing that, predating young stage of other uh, possibly dangerous species around. Oh wow, that's that's amazing! And there's lots of different varieties here in Hong Kong. Is that right? Like, I'm just going off my snippets of knowledge, but what's the most uh, yeah, common type yeah, we see? It, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty abundant. We don't have uh, the infamous uh, sea wasps, uh, which are uh, pretty dangerous in the uh, in the more tropical area, equatorial area. But for the rest, uh, well, I mean, we have a huge, uh, incredible uh, biodiversity at sea in Hong Kong because we are a sort of a mixed area between uh, temperate, temperate and tropical um, sea species, uh, ocean species, and that's the very same for 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 jellyfish. So yeah, we have uh, we have a huge amount of uh, species here and uh, we are well represented. Uh, I will say it's very difficult to understand, uh, very difficult to uh, to do a sort of census because uh, these uh, these species are really traveling around uh, uh, the South China Sea, so it's very difficult to tell what's Hong Kong or uh, endemic or or proper species you know because they these uh, these animals are long voyagers like they 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 they, they travel long distances together with the current uh, so you don't have a hong kong group of uh, jellyfishes 
more uh, um, South China Sea one. Oh, right. Amazing. And so, I mean, like when we, so you're describing that and I think we see that. So they, they, they're moving along. They obviously, they're not very fast, but they're no, no, carried, carried by currents, moving around, breeding whenever yeah. when the conditions are right for them. But then also if you, so I know, the, what strikes fear in my heart is I'm swimming in the sea, having a lovely open water swim, and I see one of those like lion mane jellyfish. I think that's one of the ones yeah. we have, like kind of floating up from the depths, and it's got these tentacles trailing behind it, meters of tentacles. How how do we know the lifespan of some of these jellyfish? Like they've been around for hundreds oh, of millions of years, but how long does a single jellyfish live for? It really depends on the on the on the jellyfish species and on the on the size of them. Uh, the lion's mane jellyfish can 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 live a uh, few years actually. Yes, but I mean, can I can I can I build on what you said? Is actually uh, what you described is actually uh, impossible. Okay, you will never see a, a, a lion mane jellyfish. Uh, uh, like getting out of of the dark uh, from from the darkest and and uh, aiming at you with with uh, his tentacles stretched to you. That, I mean, they're not they're not behaving. Oh, they're not behaving at all. So you may see a, a big jellyfish floating around very close to the surface. Uh, they will never aim at you, and they will never stretch uh, stretch your stretch your your their, their, their tentacles. Their, sure. Yeah. No, no, but, it's, but that's also in a way. That's why I'm, I'm saying I'm pointing this because I want to reassure people. Right? They, they will not be attacked by any jellyfish. Okay? There's not a point. It's like the point is like if you pay attention to uh, and then you swim around and you look around you, you will be safe because you will spot them and take and take care about them. They will not aim at you anyway. They are not sharks or. I don't know. I don't know what other animals that can aim at you. So that's also very relaxing in a way. Although they they can be dangerous, of course. Yes. Oh, amazing. And yes. we're we're trying yes. to. I mean, the fact that you said they're such simple creatures. They they yeah. like you said they don't really have a central brain. They have some neural cells maybe, and and they they rely on um they they move. Are we learning anything? Are we studying them to apply some of the um biology of a jellyfish to any other kind of technology that you know about? Oh, I, I know about their, uh, their studying their, all those uh, particular um, cells, they are called uh, clindocytes, which are actually the ones they are firing uh, when, uh, when you touch them. Uh, so they have a very, very basic uh, set of cells besides these ones, uh, which are amazing uh, cells uh, containing uh, a specialized apparatus, uh, which is uh, sort of like a, a long uh, thread uh, in, with, uh, with um, poison on it. And that's the way they burn your skin when, when, when they touch you. There's people trying to understand the chemical composition of that particular thing and try and understand if we can use that in a way. But uh, for the rest, uh, I will say no, there's no real behavioral uh, ecologists studying their behavior because they don't have none. What we are studying uh, in particular is uh, why they seem to cope so well with uh, global warming and ocean acidification. They seem pretty cool at that. They seem to increase uh, in numbers while many other fish and invertebrates are under threat because of these uh, global, global warming. Yes. 
gosh, that, that is really, really fascinating to think about because, as you said, so many other species are really suffering because of what we're doing yeah. to their habitat. But for some reason, jellyfish just keep on surviving. <laughs> they, oh, yes. they just keep Definitely. going for such simple creatures. Yeah, um, they, so they, kept, you, they kept on surviving for hundreds of millions of years, so I think they're pretty cool. Yeah, they? yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about uh, the initiative, that the, the program that you're involved in, the Swire Institute of Marine Science yeah, um, yeah. as I mean, well? This, I'd love to hear uh, more about this. So this is it SWIMS. It's a great, yes, great acronym. SWIMS, SWIMS, Swire Institute yeah. for Marine Science. So we, we are, we are a, a research uh, facilities of the, the University of Hong Kong, and uh, one of our main aim, aims is studying uh, uh, the diversity of our seas. A uh, few, uh, few years ago, our director, Professor Williams, uh, uh, published a paper in which uh, he clearly stated that uh, uh, although we are a tiny bit of the whole uh, um, like uh, mainland China area, we, uh, we, we know that we have 25% of the total biodiversity known for the Chinese seas. Can you imagine? 25 percent. 25% of yeah. all known diversity, marine diversity yeah. for the South China, Sunny, South China Seas is in Hong Kong waters. Yes, was registered in Hong Kong waters. Wow. So our, our, uh, one of our main aims is studying these, uh, studying the biodiversity, understand, understanding, uh, which is, uh, I mean, uh, which is, which are the threats, of course, is going to be, uh, we're talking about pollution, we're talking about global, uh, global warming, uh, ocean acidification. So the idea is, uh, is, uh, the better we know these animals, the better we, uh, the, uh, the more deep we, we got into, into their biology, their physiology, and their, their ecology, ecology in terms of relationships between them and the environment, uh, the more let's say, um, keen uh, we are in trying and keeping this biodiversity in Hong Kong. So we are, uh, so we are a group of uh, very, very diverse uh, um, scientists covering uh, most of the, of the uh, life in the ocean. And uh, we have a lot of uh, research postgraduate students coming from all over the world working in that. And also we teach in the School of Biology in a couple of, uh, of majors. So that's our... Probably, I would say the main aim and uh, and story came in a way. And that's it's it's really incredible to think because I think we take it for granted so much in Hong Kong the the level of diversity we have and the kind of ecosystems we have and environments we have. And as you said, we're attracting students from around the world. Okay, maybe not right now with COVID and travel. We still have students coming. I mean, unfortunately, they have to go to go <laughs> far to but we are still the the flow is still is is much more than you think because it's still. I mean, Hong Kong is is, is still perceived as a as a safe place even in terms of uh, of virus and and swims is, per- is perceived as a, as one of the uh, best option to study uh, biodiver- marine biodiversity in asia so we are we are still recruiting not not as bad <laughs> oh that's really exciting so there's yeah. Just, yeah. there's a lot of um so there's a lot that we can still be learning right there's a lot more oh. research that people can be doing it's just in there's a lot that people uh, we we still don't know about the waters around hong kong um i'd love to know do we have any endemic marine species here Oh, as far as we know, yes, we have, uh, uh, well, we are mainly uh, set on coastal uh, species, and we have... uh 
couple of crabs living in the mangroves, which are at the moment and known only for Hong Kong. We have some annelids, which are kind of like these worms living in our on our in our mud flat. And it's, yes, so we have some some animals which are only known for Hong Kong, actually, yeah, from 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 from, from the sea, yeah. Also, also from ter- from the terrestrial point of view, there's more on that side, yes, side because, yes. you know, those tiny insects and things. But we still have some uh, animals only described for Hong Kong, yes, in, in, in marine realm, yes. And with the with the mangrove research or your um, the team are doing, I'm super interested to hear more about that because I I I can't I have I've lived in Hong Kong my whole life, and when I read about mangrove research, I thought I don't think I've ever seen that many mangrove areas, but there are, right? It- well, that's uh, more than fifty patches. Some of are tiny, but uh, still uh, very high in diversity. And, uh, and so, well, you have to visit my PO, uh, WWF reserve, uh, reserve, if you want to see how our mangrove forests were, were looking like uh, mm-hmm. uh, some time ago. And uh, it's a fantastic travel around there. It looks like, uh, I, I mean, mangroves can be really beautiful places. I know the perception is kind of there, like, like they're smelly, uh, <laughs> they're muddy, and things like that. But I, I'm trying to challenge these. Uh, I mean, uh, me and a group of uh, international uh, uh, recognized marine ecology, we are really trying to challenge this idea of mangroves. And we are getting there with students uh, and with, uh, with uh, like, uh, uh, common people doing some uh, bio blitz, uh, searching for them. And all observe, all these observe people uh, really surprised about, oh, well, this is an amazing place. Uh, look at these. Uh, uh, you can see stuff. You can uh, watch uh, animals behaving there. And uh, and uh, you can you can teach about uh, how peculiar are those three to live in that situation. And uh, yeah, it's a challenge, but we we are trying. Not just for mangroves; it's the same for 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 instance for our corals, which are very biodiverse, and since uh, colleagues is also studying them. Or for instance, our uh, oyster reefs, which are a hugely biodiverse uh, habitat, uh, which is uh, typical of Hong Kong and is. Uh, well understudied at the moment but we have project about that Oh, that's I just think that's wonderful and I think it's it's really fantastic your passion is palpable um, um, for, for these incredible environments we have in Hong Kong and I think it's worth this is a really important time to be highlighting it because we're coming out of months and months of us keeping our lives very small and our world's very yep. home based and I think um, if, if, if you'd never been tempted to go out and appreciate and explore our incredible backyard here in Hong Kong and protect it which is obviously the, the most key yep. one you can't just go out and appreciate it and ruin it um that you know this is the the time that i think we should you know people are gaining a lot of momentum to be like you know what when this hopefully when there's an end in sight for covid i think i'm gonna reappreciate and recommit myself to enjoying the incredible um diversity that we have in hong kong and i think whether that's <laughs> whether that's appreciating the occasional jellyfish or um understanding that mangroves aren't muddy smelly swamps but <laughs> yeah no but i mean they're, they're all things that that uh, people think so. But I mean, I, I'm with your daughter in that. I mean, I can, I can watch uh, uh, jellyfishes uh, uh, swimming uh, for hours. Uh, they are kind of like hypnotic to me. Their movement is, is so elegant in a way. And also mangroves, uh, you say, oh, they are smelly. Well, they're not that smelly. So yeah, I agree with you. I mean, it's probably time now to get out and, and enjoy 
and enjoy the biodiversity, the, the nature that we have around Hong Kong. But please, all the time, think about this. Uh, uh, when you, you visit uh, these places, either they are um, protected or not, the, the, the golden rules are you take only photos and you leave only footprints, okay? Because uh, it's really important. It's really important to, yeah, because, uh, of course, uh, they are uh, beautiful, but also uh, kind of vulnerable ecosystem around here. We have to take care of them. Oh, absolutely. And I think it should be, um, I'm always excited to hear and have people share. Um, I, I, I adore Hong Kong and I think we've got so much to celebrate here and it should be a source of huge citywide national pride that we, um, that we have the diversity that we have and we should be out there protecting it and enjoying it and learning from it. And thank you so much, Dr. Stefano Kenichi, for joining us to tell us exactly why we should. So thank you so much for being on the 123 Show. Thank you very much today. for uh, giving me this opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic. Um, if, um, thanks so much. Um, that was Dr. Stefano Kenichi from the Hong Kong School of Biological Sciences. He's also involved with the Swire Marine, um, Swire Marine Institute as well, which does some incredible research here in Hong Kong. Um, and so if you want to learn a bit more, go and learn a bit more. You should. We've got a lot to celebrate here. Um, and also don't be scared of jellyfish. Just They're not chasing you. That's, that's some of my key takeaways from that wonderful conversation. Um, we're heading up to the news, but before we get there, we're going to listen to a few more tracks. This is Calvin Harris um, and Mary Pierce.